to inform you that the sight of the lube spill on my dining room floor is still hazardous. Do not walk on it with socks. You will slip and suffer grave harm. It's Radio Free Topag. I'm Donovan. I'm Audrey. And that conversation took place on the Patreon. So you're going to have to tell that story in just a second. Joining us here at the scene of the accident, we have Stefan and John from Blocked Party. Welcome. Hello. Hey, I'm Thank interested you. in Thank the. Thank you so much for having us in the lube. For, I assume yeah. John is also. <laughs> I'm always I'm always interested in lube, Stefan. That's true. Yeah. Um, so I forgot that I only told this behind the paywall. Uh, my partner and I went to the the good old sex store a couple weeks ago. Ooh. And I got the called the good old sex store. It is yeah. called the. It's just a bunch of good old ye boys old, running a place. Ye old sex shop. Uh, shop is spelled. Ye old general sex yeah. store. Yeah. S H O P P E. <laughs> so I get, I get, uh, I get, we get fancy lube and like the silicone kind for non-toy purposes. And it's in a glass bottle for some reason. And oh. I'm like getting stuff out of the bag and I fumble it. And it's like a big fucking bottle. And before using it at all, drop it on the wooden floor and, and it shatters. And so there's broken glass and like a pint I'm, of lube all oh, over the Oh, and the glass place. is like sliding every, like it's, yes. oh, that's going to be. Oh, no. no. Did you Very immediately miserable. be like, okay, well, we got to fuck now and just like scoop the lube <laughs> off the floor and just be like, we're, it's going to dry really quick. We just, I paid 60 bucks for this. We got to, we have to fuck right now. Get the spatula before it seeps into the seams of the floorboards. Now a glass, but you, you mentioned that you fumbled it and this caused the disaster now it yes. seems like a lubricant might cause a glass fumble yeah so yeah, even under optimal <laughs> conditions it seems like you are you were set up for failure by by this it's company a, it's a bad idea i was dazzled by the design of the bottle yeah what like, was the well, shape fancy. what was the shape of the bottle because like glass bottle obviously more expensive i did I, i'm reminded yeah. there was an onion post earlier today which was olive oil in skinny bottle obviously better and that sort of reminds me of, <laughs> yes. uh, I mean, that's very true, obviously, but is it, was it the same sort of thing with the lube or it was like, oh, damn, this bottle, this is like nice lube. You can tell. This is what I was hoping. Like a yeah. very nice font on it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the shape of like, like, like a little chode dildo for lack of a better word. <laughs> like okay. a little, oh, almost yeah. like a perfume, a like a sort of, yeah. like a spritzy. Sure, yeah. Sure. With we, a little uh, like nozzle on the top. Okay, yeah, we did, Becca wanted to try weed lube, so we went and got Whoa. some, but it was in a box, and then same thing, we did not realize that it was in a glass bottle. Uh, we didn't, we haven't dropped it on the floor yet, but it, it is God. weird to go from like 20 years of just like buying like the cheap plastic like bottle yeah. or whatever, yeah. and then you get this, and it's the same thing, it's like a nice little lotion pump on the top, and it's in right. a glass bottle, and you're like, wow. I don't, this is not how I, I think I want this to go, you know? <laughs> Does the weed lube, does it do anything or is it like, is it like getting, um, the shit from like the gas station where it doesn't oh, actually dude, work It's like all? getting fucked up, man. It's like when I'm fucking her, I'm like, let's put on American pie, dude, and eat some fucking cheesies, bro. Um, that's get, your, that's your go-to stoner reference. Is it the song American pie or the movie American pie? Both, dude. Same time, man. Fucking American pie on vinyl and American pie on Blu-ray. Are you, you doing like I mean. a Wizard of Oz, um... Uh, dark side of the moon thing with both American pies. Like you started yes. at a certain time. American you started when you start fucking the pie. The pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, if yeah, it's if you if you start it uh, if you start it just like uh, forty five seconds before that when they're in the jeep, then it will say bye bye Miss American Pie for the first time. Right, when is he's he, fucking the pie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then that's kind <laughs> of it, I guess. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
May I present you the happy medium? Look at this. Look at the design oh, of this bottle. Oh, very yeah, slim, very nice. stylish. Yeah, that's yes. nice. That's the one. But it's just regular ass fucking liquid KY classic water-based lubricant. And but shave. buy it from your local store. But so did they change the shape of the bottle? Are we think because it also almost looks like that bottle has a matte finish as well. It seems like a yes, new absolutely. Shape, yeah. It's so fucking elegant. Wow, that is elegant for like. A I also feel like up here we don't maybe because we're up in Canada, so we always get yeah. like the the changes to like packaging usually happens like a uh, year or two later. So I think that makes we're sense. I am in a test with, market. Yeah, we're still <laughs> rocking with like the old KY shit. Yeah. Yeah, up here it's called it. YK Jelly. It's very yeah. confusing. <laughs> Shatterproof bottle, though. And so this, this thing fucking exploded. And I'm like, oh, cleaning up glass is a nightmare to begin with. But yeah, it's all slippery little shards every fucking which way. And I'm trying to clean the stuff up and I get the glass up successfully and I like keep mopping up the lube. And then every time I walk by, I'm, I'm fucking slipping. And so like <laughs> my partner's like, you got to use like this kind of cleaner, but like we don't want to fuck up the floorboards. And so I'm trying that and it's nothing. I read online rubbing alcohol is supposed to take it out. I've probably used an entire bottle of rubbing alcohol on the spot, but still like weeks later, every time I fucking walk by there, it's like a, like a Mario Kart trap or something. Like I fucking <laughs> slip and almost eat it. Like I twist my ankle and shit in there. <laughs> and I make that noise very loudly and I don't know what to do. Like I, nothing has fucking worked. Some of you are, we got, we got people who listen to the show who have to have dealt with this at some point. Please tell me how to remove silicone lube from floorboards in place I don't own. Google what if you, what if you just put like a, a carpet over it, like a little rug? Or something. Well, so there's, there's a rug in the middle of the room and it's right next to the rug. Oh. It's like the worst. And I can't have like an accessory rug next to the main rug. Right. And if we move the main rug, then the fucking the kitchen table's all off center. It's a real yeah. nightmare. I'm wow, that is, it's sort of the opposite tough. situation of like um, my cat always pukes like right on the carpet just next to the hardwood yes. floor. And it's Get sort of like the reverse of that, mm. you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, I wonder this. When you do almost fall over, does it sound like this? Exactly. Like <laughs> I do a little like run in place. Oh, and fucking flop onto my back, and I'm, I'm stuck there for a few minutes. I just that happened maybe an hour before recording today, and so I, I simply had to get it off of my chest. Of course. Uh, and that's how we typically start out the show. I get things off of my chest. Uh, John and Stefan, for our listeners who don't know you, do you want to do an intro of like Block Party and I don't know, you all stream and do uh, some other shows too? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Sure. John is good at introduce. I mean, John is like the smart one. I usually I think, do so. this. I usually <laughs> yeah. do this part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have a we have a podcast called Blocked Party. We have done to date two hundred and twenty five episodes of it. Uh, it is a show plus, plus bonus we, episodes. Plus bonus. Yeah. That's so the episode that came out this week, the free main episode is two twenty five. Uh, it's a show where we have people on to talk about a time that they got blocked on social media. Uh, and then we just also talk about social media in general, have some fun. We've had a lot of really great guests on the show, a lot of great comedians, some very famous people that probably should have never appeared on our show uh, <laughs> if they knew what was good for their career. Um, and yeah, it's it's been a great uh, a great time. We Yeah, and then we have a bunch of bonus episode types we do. Like right now, I am in the process of teaching Stefan how to drive. Yeah, uh, he's never had a driver's license before, so he... Yeah. Uh, so he just got okay. his driver's license at age 33 and we're about yep. to have our first uh, in-vehicle lesson. Yeah, like next week, I think maybe. Yeah, or I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to we're going to film Stefan uh, driving my car. 
God. And, uh, that rules. Be, Fuck yeah. He just it's got his car fixed rough. too. No, it hasn't been fixed yet. Oh, it, it hasn't, hasn't been fixed, fixed yet. yet. Okay, so good, we got to get good. out before yeah. uh, before yeah. I fix it. You got to uh, add some challenge to the uh, to the first driving experience. Throw one of them student driver stickers on the back. In Canada, do you have to do like the you get in a car with like an angry old guy and have to do like X amount of no? Uh, miles you don't have so. to. Yeah. So well, <laughs> the way you said that sounds like you have the option to get in the car with the angry you old guy. So you this do. is yeah. I have to put this on the back of my. I literally, oh, it's, no, it's an L. L. I have to hold yeah, an a, L. Yeah, Stefan has to take an L. an L. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what the bonus episode series is called. <laughs> Stefan takes an L. So yeah, you have to put this magnetic L on the back of your car, and then you. So yeah, the Audrey, it is actually <laughs> really? an option. So you have to really? have your L. So if you're 16 and you get your Which L I'm for not. the first time, yeah, <laughs> Stefan's don't worry about it. Age. I was I was 30 when I got mine. Don't worry about nice. it. You're good. Okay, yeah. So there you go. Uh, so you get your L, and then you have to have that for a year, and then you can get what we call an N, which you also have to have for a year, and then the N means that you can only have one non-family passenger in your car at a time. Uh, yeah, but you, you can drive by yourself. With you the can end. drive okay. by yourself with the yeah. N. So the L, you yeah. have to have a licensed driver in the car, but then the N, yeah. you can drive by yourself, or you, and you can have up to one non-family passenger in the car. <laughs> you have to have 0.0, .0 blood alcohol limit, so you can't have 0 0.02 any. or whatever. You can't, you can't have any. Um, and then, but, and then, so you also have to put a green N on the back of your car when you have your N and then yeah. once you, and then after a year of that, you get your full license. But with the L, the way they do it, uh, Audrey is, so it's 12 months to wait to get your N unless Jesus. you do this officially like IC, mm. we, we have a privatized insurance here, ICBC. Uh, so everybody, or sorry, public. So everybody has to have the same insurance company and they have like an God, approved <laughs> driving school. Uh, and then you can knock it down to nine months. So it's Which, like, and, and so I've had my L before as well. Yeah, well, so I've had my L before. To, yeah. I got it when I was like, I got it when I was supposed to back when I was like yeah. a kid basically. And then I just never got my N. So Same I actually thing. don't have to wait. I could go get my end yeah. tomorrow if I wanted. I mean, not like I couldn't, I would not get it, but like, but for the the of the show. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that would actually yeah. be funny. If the first time you've driven in like 15 <laughs> years is the, the end test. test. <laughs> hey, do you mind if we record this? <laughs> yeah. We're no, going while reason. you're driving the whip. Dan and I just climb in the back seat. Like, uh, Oh, we have to actually be here for this. We're doing some content right now. So <laughs> we're making tent, baby. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> oh, that fucking rules. Yeah, so yeah. that's Block Party, and then Stefan does Go Off Kings, which yeah. is a Twitch stream. Well, I, I can uh, talk about Go Off Kings if you want. Okay, I, mean, well, I, you... I know about it, I think. Yeah, you're um, on it. Well, I'll just <laughs> say it's, familiar. it's, uh, it's essentially, it's almost a daily Twitch stream now. It's uh, a Monday to Thursday with uh, usually a weekend stream thrown in there as well. Um, but it's the Go Off Kings on Twitch, and it's with former guest of Radio Free Topeg, Jesse Farrar. Yes. Shouts um, out. And it's extremely <laughs> stupid and we're not particularly good at video games, but uh, we do try to play them and yeah. uh, it's a lot of fun. And John has a new metal podcast as well. So yeah. And then I have the POD cast, which is yeah. uh, a, a monthly podcast with, with uh, murder Brian, who I yeah, has he been on your show as well. I was going to say, I thought yes. he had been on your show too. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's so going to yeah. have a lot of good relationship advice for sure. He definitely. Oh, yeah. 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 So he, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I host guy. it with him and we talk about, uh, a different new metal album every month that's just a once a month show but we're we're also like four years in we're, we're currently yeah. on episode 43 of that show so Fuck um, yeah so that's what yeah that's what we're doing 
that's that's our I shit. That we all got rolling around the same time on some of that shit. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I highly recommend five, uh, uh, next week. Uh, oh yeah, wow! Fucking a. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's next week. Ooh. Yeah. Very. Are you very are you two like feeling. real life friends or are you online friends? How do you two? Yeah, we went yeah. to college together. We we went to school in Columbus, where Brian's from. Oh, too. Okay. oh, awesome! Yeah, and so uh, we met then, and then I I've moved around a bunch since then, and uh, I don't know. Audrey and I reconnected playing video games, and we were like, "What yeah. if we made Love Line on the cheap without the <laughs> shittiness? <laughs> Let's see if that's oh, yeah. any fun. If we get sick of it after ten episodes, we'll quit." But yeah, we're about and to hit five years. Five years of this yeah. goddamn thing. Wow, right? hell yeah! Good for you. That's, that's a awesome. very good time. I got to say to to anybody who doesn't, you know, our listeners who don't know y'all shows, I feel like you would appreciate the, the tone of humor that y'all have. Uh, uh, if you appreciate our kind of goof ass brand of humor as well. I, I, I feel like a ton of people who listen to this probably are already listening to you guys. I think there's some some good crossover, I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine yeah. so. Get in Love there. It. Cry, mix them up like a podcast salad. A mix podcast them together. bouillabaisse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wish I knew what that was. I, could, it's a fish <laughs> I was like, oh, of course. Yeah. Stew of fish. Oh, fish yeah. soup. Okay. Yeah. Delicious. Well, here's our traditional interview question that we have <laughs> that to follow That blew Donovan's mind. He's like, I was not... <laughs> I wasn't ready to learn another word on this podcast. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna riff on it, and then I was like, I don't think I can say that back. Booyah blaze! Yeah, it's making. Hey, let's booyah blaze on over to this this question that we ask all our first time guests. Booyah base, booyah base. Yeah, it's not yeah. a booyah inferno. But that that was a pun. Base. I think that was we're gonna blaze on over, right? Oh, was that sort sure. of? Which I guess does. I guess that makes sense. You're you're going. Fast, yeah, we're speeding right? on over. Blazing? Yeah, okay. Sure. But that yeah. is not what she said, here. apparently. And so I, I, I <laughs> fucked the whole thing. Uh, now our, our standard question for new guests uh, is, and I can never phrase this as a question. I always tee it up as kind of a command by accident. Tell us it. an embarrassing dating or relationship story. What have y'all got in that department? Oh, I'm excited to hear John's and I'm sure he's very excited to hear mine. <laughs> I'm excited um, to hear yours because yeah, I feel I can, like you don't have any. <laughs> no, I've got I got one. There was one I thought of in particular and I, okay. I can go first here. And this was um, from with my with my first serious girlfriend. And um, we were Your both right in college. Hand? OK, OK, come on now. OK, come on, now. come on now. OK. <laughs> Oh my god! That's me doing a drum yeah, roll I mean, on my own microphone. This guy, just in oh case you're god. wondering what that's. But dump Tish. Unbelievable. Um, no, this was uh, my my first serious girlfriend, and, and we were doing like a, a long distance doll? thing. What'd you oh name my her? god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna try uh, not to react to the next one. <laughs> he's gonna do we're another one for mice. sure. <laughs> Rule of threes, baby. Let's see it. So my first serious girlfriend. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah, yeah, so, I look like a jackass. Now. Um, she was going to school on the other side of Canada. And I was going to... My girlfriend to, goes to another school. It's on the other side of Canada. I know. This is... I know. But I'm in Canada, so it's okay to have... I have a girlfriend in Canada because I was in... Also I, in Canada. And her uncle worked for Nintendo, of course. So I got all yeah. the, the free games, you know, and everything like that. Um, but no, I was... Uh, now, do you guys have like reading week down there? I guess it would be... What? 
um it's well, like I guess spring it's, break it's, it's like well spring, spring break, break but we have it in the fall as well i do guess do you have right? to read during well, it I, I think the idea is that there's there's usually tests or exams kind of around then so you're oh, supposed yeah, yeah, to yeah. use the break to study but no one really ever does but yeah, yeah. i oh, went i went back to visit in like i guess it's like mid october or like early november yeah. around then so i went over to visit her and i hadn't seen her since uh the summer and um you know i was like I guess I was like 19, 19 or 20, I think. And so, you know, very, very excited to get out there. And right before I went out there, I, um, and this is going to be important for what happens when I, when I get there, um, I had drunkenly, um, just used like some like water for my contact lens solution because I ran out of contact lens solution. Oh no. And I was like, well, it's water. I mean, it's fine. We yeah, drink close it. Close enough. It's, it's water. It's got amoebas whatever. in it. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. So then, um, and I, I don't, you know, don't notice any issues with my eyes or anything. Um, and I'm like wearing glasses on the plane and everything. And then when I get there, basically as soon as I get to the school and see her, I, I get like conjunctivitis, like, like pink, yeah, like just full no. on, like it's just horrible eye infection. Wait, and just, where did the water it, come from? Um, it did come from like filtered, like in like a, like oh, a Brita filter careful. thing. Yeah, so I, I okay. filtered it That's at least. trying. I was yeah. trying. It wasn't, it wasn't just straight tap water. Um, <laughs> I can't. Okay. I'm still sorry. I, I should have interrupted earlier, but it yeah. took me a full 45 seconds yeah. to process this. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> so you would, so you would go to the store and buy like a, you know, no, a, no, 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 no. $15 bottle of contact solution. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then you thought to yourself, Gee, you know what? I why, was am really, I, why am I spending 15 no, bucks this whole that's time? Not, why would they have even a product for this? That why would they even have a product for this? I could just use water. I had run out of contact lens <laughs> solution and I was like really drunk and it was like two in the morning and I was like, well, what, this is fine, whatever. And it wasn't. Okay, obviously. I mean, I guess if you're really drunk, maybe you earn a yeah, pass on that. I mean, that, it was but... really, and I was like 19. So it was very, very stupid. Um, Fair. But drunk yeah, 19 I, and using the filter is impressive. We will give you oh, substantial yeah. credit for that. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I think that's because like Stefan's a private school kid. He's never drank tap water in his life i think that no i think the tap water over here is probably i mean it's obviously not safe i guess for doing right putting not for that eye no. like that um but yeah but anyways, as an american so, i would have used mud puddle water to do it. <laughs> but as right. soon as i get there and like she's so excited to see me i'm so excited to see her she's excited to introduce me to all her friends and then like i show up and i just look like absolute shit and i just like can't do anything just for, fucking rubbing your eyes and weeping oh, yeah it looked awful and it's like I, I, yeah it was it's just like didn't it ruin the whole trip necessarily but like yeah. it was like bad for a few days there for sure luckily it kind of i got some like shit for it but like um it was just like like i again i hadn't seen her for like two three months at that yeah. point yeah and it just like completely ruins the moment you can't do like the romantic <laughs> running up to each other embracing and kiss move if you've got no, pus coming out of got, your eyeballs yeah <laughs> you can really... stumble over to her and like you can't see shit <laughs> feel her, it. and then like people on her floor of her dorm were like visibly like recoiling from my presence <laughs> and it was just like this is the guy no. you've been telling us about yeah <laughs> what is going on here i would have been i would have probably tried to spin it like oh i've just been crying since you left oh that's smart oh. Yeah. this is what eye though <laughs> yeah, yeah. my, my yeah. tears are off white and opaque yeah, yeah. that's how much i miss you <laughs> <laughs> but you did get it cleared up rules. 
it got how, cleared up eventually and did it yeah. heal on the trip like in time for you to it, you yeah know, i feel like i think it was con? like three days like i don't know if it was actually like real like pink eye like that you would because i feel like pink eye is something that does spread within like college yes. dorms and stuff very oh, easily yeah. it, it may have just been like a very similar eye infection but it was so sure. bad for like two or three days and it just <laughs> just ruined the whole moment <laughs> <laughs> fucking brutal yeah that's pretty John? good incredible uh i mean there's a there's a few uh there's a few here but i think <clears throat> probably the the I, yeah the sort of embarrassing slash weird one was uh i i um so i i had been seeing this girl for a bit and it was very much not a relationship like we were very open with each other this is just kind of like we're hooking up mm-hmm. and it's all good and it but it had been going on for a bit i would say it'd probably been going on for a month or so and so and we both were like honest with each other like we were on apps like going on dates with other people wasn't like a big deal so i had Mm -hmm. i had matched with this girl on tinder this this other girl and her and i started talking and and like the chats are going pretty good i think and then i think it graduated to text messaging and and we're texting a bit and whatever and i had a show that night i'm a stand-up comedian so Mm -hmm. i had a show that night and the girl I was seeing at the time was going to go to the show. So I was like, oh, you know, do you oh, want to no. like hang out after the show? And I was like, and, and sorry. And she was sort of like, oh, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if I have plans after the show or I'm not sure what's going on, like whatever. <clears throat> so we'll see. So it was kind of open ended. And I was like, all right, <clears throat> pardon me. And then the girl I matched with on Tinder was like, oh, you're a comedian. Like when, you know, when's your next show? And I said, oh, I actually have a show tonight. But at the, it wasn't a straight stand-up comedy show. It was a show called Rap Battles where, you, uh, uh, where you're in character as something and you're rap battling someone else. So I was in a rap battle as it was skier versus snowboarder. So I had like the 1980s, like one piece ski suit. I, I borrowed skis from a friend to go on stage Had the goggles, everything. So, so this girl I matched with on Tinder is like, Oh, I'm going to come to your show tonight. And I was like, absolutely not. You are not. Going to do the show. I've do never met you before. The first time I like, do not. and there are some stand-up comedians weirdly who will bring first dates to their own comedy shows, which is just not great. It's so deranged. Right. And, and I'm actually good at comedy. I've been doing it for 13 years. Like, it's not like I would bomb. Like, that's the thing. The people who bring their dates, it's like, it's a question mark as to whether you're even going to have a good set and you're bringing a first date to this show. So anyway, so she's like, Oh, I'd love to come see your show tonight. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, do not come. It's the show called rap battles. It was my first time. You hit her with the Kamala Harris. Yes, exactly. It was my first time doing a show, doing rap battles. And it was a big show in Vancouver. Like it always sold out. It was a very popular show. And I just didn't want to deal with meeting someone for the first time. And so I was like, do not yeah, come to the that. show. So I think so. I'm like, OK, whatever. And I know that the the first, you know, the girl I'm seeing at the time is going to be at the show. And that's totally fine, whatever. And maybe we're going to have sex after. So I get to rap battles. Do my I see the girl I'm seeing for a little bit. We chat and she's like, I would like to hang out after the show tonight, actually. And I'm like, OK, sure. Like, that sounds good. Great. I'll do the show. We'll go home together. Everything's good. And then I do my set. It goes great. I'm like on a high. I'm feeling so good. Like, oh, I had wanted to do the show for months. I finally do it. It went well. And then I get a text from the Tinder girl. And it is a picture of me on stage. Oh, she just came to the show. Oh, and so fuck. I was 
And she was like, great job. You were amazing. And I was like, what? I was like, I told you not to come to the show. Specifically. Specifically told you not to come. So already this is like kind of deranged behavior. So I'm like, what the hell? Like, so I don't even know what to do because yeah, the girl I'm seeing is like, as has now said, I want to go home with you tonight. The other girl right. is there and I think kind of thinks it's like a date. And I thought she was pretty cool and cute from the text conversation. So I'm like, I don't even know You'd what like to do. You'd like to preserve the shot. With yes, that. Yeah. exactly. So <laughs> I would, so I figured like the girl I'm seeing, we were very open about like going on dates with other people, whatever. So I just said to her, I'm like, this is really strange, but this girl I matched with on Tinder, like came to this show. I told her not to, but she's here. Um, so I think I'm going to hang out with her after the show instead, if that's okay. And the girl I was seeing was like, oh yeah, whatever, like no big deal. And then, so then I end up like hanging out with the girl from Tinder. Nothing happens, but we have like a good conversation. It's all good. But then basically like I go on another date with the Tinder girl. Surprise, turns out she's crazy uh so it was not Weird. like a good yeah isn't that so isn't that so crazy and the girl i was seeing was actually like extremely pissed off that i was yeah. just like hey i hung out with this other girl and so i uh so i lost them both uh, you just tanked it you just, just totally you crashed one girl into the other girl literally both yes. burst into flames yeah, yeah it God. was it was and i deserve Fuck. it i deserve it like i know i i deserve it but it was just like I was saying this to uh, to to Becca actually because we were talking about coming on the show today, and I was like, "Oh, what do you think is maybe my most embarrassing past relationship stories?" Because obviously we've compared war stories and stuff, and she was like, "Oh, that time that the girl just like came to your comedy show was pretty funny," and I was like, "Yeah, totally. Like that was really funny, but also like I just..." And she was like, "I still can't believe you didn't just go home with the girl you were seeing," and said, "And I was just yeah. like, but I was genuinely like." the move by the Tinder girl was so off put. Like, I think it just scrambled all the logic in my brain. Like I was like, I was so clear about you not coming to this show. Now you're here, but I do also think you're hot. So this is like this way. It was just like everything just, were you like scared? Were you like, I, I don't want to get like killed here. Like, yes, I, really I was scared. Like... I was cause she was totally like, cause she obviously didn't know I was seeing another girl either. Right. She, so that she also didn't just like find you after, or like, and yeah, she picture. took a photograph of yes. you and sent it to you, <laughs> like that, like fucking Robin Williams in fucking one hour photo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. I was like, how did you get this developed already? Um, but yeah, it was like it was so. And so yeah, I just think it totally scrambled my brain where I was just like, yeah, she was kind of expecting to hang out because she's like, I showed up at your show. We've never met before. Let's hang out. But then she mm. didn't know that I was seeing another girl and that I had agreed to go home with her. And so I was just like, I think the girl I'm seeing will be cool with this. And it, it just, yeah, it's Oof. all my fault. I'm not saying it's good behavior, but yeah, that's probably the one of the crazier uh, dating situations I've ever. Extremely heard. good one. <laughs> Extremely good. I will say that you took you took a swing. Like I might attempt now because I I am a non monogamous person. We do we do polyamory okay. date poly right. Yeah. So if I say that exact situation happened and somebody that I was kind of seeing and I had to bail on that to maybe take a shot with something else. I don't know. I think I would probably try it also, but it would probably <laughs> fuck everything up exactly how it did for you. It is well, bold as fuck. Like that, that is my hell. I've had like a much less intense version of that, of going on a date, walking into the bar, the dates there and immediately like a recent ex is in there too. And I just, I just left 
I was so I just turned around and fucking walked out. I texted the other nope. girl and was like, I can't, I can't be here. Like, come outside, talk. I can't be here. The idea of like being in performance mode and like yeah. trying to maintain composure and getting the fucking image from the person rattles <laughs> yeah, me. Thankfully, it was after the show. Like, I Thank definitely God. could oh, not yeah, see her okay. in the crowd or anything. So, thankfully, yeah. like the part. But the thing was, I think we were the first or second battle of the show. So, she sends me the text. And then, yeah, I do have like 45 minutes where I'm like, okay, what the fuck is like, what is going on here exactly? You know? And, and then I also think too, it was like that weird thing where the girl I was seeing, I think, yeah, like I said, was sort of ambivalent about going home with me just cause she was like, oh, I, you know, I think, I think she maybe had something the next day or I can't remember mm -hmm. exactly what it yeah. was, but she was kind of ambivalent, but then I think it was the thing where I did well. So then she was like, yep. Oh, I want to uh, be like, Oh, the he did well on the show. And now I'm like, uh, you know, those goggles. Damn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I didn't know I had a fetish for eighties ski guys, but, ski but yeah, wear. ski wear. Exactly. So yeah, it was definitely, uh, yeah. Not a great, not a great. Time. I love it. That's <laughs> oh, incredible. Yeah. Fantastic stories from both of you. We love a medical situation always, and we love a horrifying <laughs> social mix up like that. So Perfect. Thank you for sharing them right out the gate. Now, how do we feel about pulling our combined relationship experience to help some of the lonely lost souls out there with, with their quandaries? Are we ready to answer some I'm questions? ready to go. Well, I know at least some of the questions will be from our listeners. So yes, I'm, I'm very excited. I think we'll be able to tell which ones are from our listeners. I'll just say that. <laughs> Look yeah. for the keyword as we get into there. That's all I will say. Uh, but first, uh, a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, what's up? It's me, driving instructor Dono. Hey, hey, hop in. I got a brake pedal over here. You don't have to worry about nothing. Hey, listen, kid, before you take me on by the liquor store to... Get me a bottle of something nice. Why don't we swing by the RFTB Patreon? Patreon. That's right. It's the place where you, the listener and new driver, can get a new bonus episode each week. Uh, you get all kinds of special segments, Reddit questions, guests behind the paywall, stories of me slipping and breaking lube on my floor. Oh, it's a great time back there. So jet on over there. Don't mind the stoplights. You got the student driver sticker. They're not going to stop us. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Support the program. And then I like floor it. Or there's like a floor it noise. And then there's like a car. Yeah. It's a question box. It's the question box. It's the segment of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions in to us and we'll do our best to answer them. Uh, if you're new or if you forgot, simply head on over to our social media at RFTBpod on Twitter and Instagram or our website, RFTB.me. Just click that question box link. You don't have to make an account. You don't have to do anything except for look at that text box, oh, dump I don't your like heart's that. contents right in there. <laughs> I don't like Say the whole, stuff, uh, you though. don't even have to make an account part. <laughs> that's that's a little, untraceable. Uh, yeah, that's scary. Oh, boy. <laughs> Now I, now I can, I think I'm starting to get a vision of where this is about to head. 
Uh, and press enter, and then you can uh, upset John and Stefan. Uh, it's a little too late for that, but but some of you have. So head on over there. Uh, we'll come in though. We got we got some regular ones in here too. First, let's let's start out with this one. Uh, I am relatively good at picking up partners. However, my relationships have never lasted more than five to six months at most. I've struggled with severe clinical depression my entire life. I hide it extremely well, but eventually the girl I'm with will pick up that there's a bit of a gray aura around me. I'm not pouty or cynical or sad, but they tend to become what I can only describe as bored. What do you all do to keep your partner thrilled to be with you even when they discover you're not the happiest clam with the most energy? What do we mm. think? I've mm. I've been the unhappy clam in the relationship. I too have been yeah. the unhappy clam. I've been uh I've definitely I've dealt with depression. I mean, yeah. that's not uh I feel like John, you know, I mean, you know, it's a it's a common thing. I think depression? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean yeah. not not I mean I'm I'm No, pretty, I mean you're I, the, you one know. of the happiest you're like, guys. No, I'm, I'm pretty happy all the time. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean I have I have made some clams unhappy. Had. I mean I have made some clams unhappy, but that's a totally different thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like cliched, but uh, it does it does work. I mean, and it obviously depends on kind of where you live and what sort of like access you have and and that sort of thing, but like just getting out and and um getting outside if you are able to yep. is like just just good for your mental health in general, whether or not you're yes. in a relationship. So whether that's going for a hike, just going for a walk, going to hang out in a park, even just walking around like downtown or, you know, a neighbor, like wherever you are, it, hopefully it's, something. there's a walkable area, but just going outside and not even just, you don't even have to like talk while you're on the hike, even necessarily. You're just out there enjoying nature. If you're able to do something like that, that to me has always helped, I find. Yeah, I've, I've been in this exact situation and like, I think a lot of people experience depression like this. You can really start to insulate and it's like, fuck, I feel like shit. So I don't want to do anything. And then you're inside all the time and you feel even worse and fucking snowballs and snowballs. The thing I found with like a couple of relationships I was in in my mid twenties was there could be like a motivating effect to like going on dates. Like, yeah, fuck, I'm lonely. Like at least I'm going to get out there and try to meet people. And then you meet somebody and then you're kind of like, well, I don't have to do that anymore. Let's just like not, let's just hang out at home. And you kind of yeah. end up dragging them into that. And that's fucking miserable. Like, yeah, people don't really want to be around that. And it's not like a dig at you. It's just that I think it makes it easier to get insular like that, but with the other person that you're seeing. So yes. my advice for that is similar to what Stefan's saying, uh, but also just other things in your life. Just get some shit going on. Start a fucking show do fucking open mics, like whatever you feel like. Actually, don't do open mics, please. <laughs> don't I do open mics. That'll help your mental health a lot. Yeah, I think no one should do open mics, actually. <laughs> Get involved in show business. That's yeah. very helpful to your mental health. Yeah, no one but will judge you something. ever in show business. Uh, creating. Be, creating. Yeah, happy just for the, the sake of creating. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I would um, say, gosh. go ahead, Audrey, if you were lined up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm teeing something up here. Tee okay. it up. So, Put treatment aside, obviously... You know, being depressed, you can be less depressed with treatment, right? So all of these things we're talking about, these are all methods that we use to ameliorate depression to whatever degree. I think as far as making a relationship last, it's about being perfectly honest with the way that you feel and not trying to conceal anything and just being fully open with your partner and saying, yeah, I, I struggle with depression and sometimes it gets a little hard for me to, to show energy 
And I just need you to understand that it's not that I'm not excited about us. It's that I'm not excited about being alive. So (laughs) that's hard. Um, It's not you. It's everything. It's not you. It's (laughs) Earth. Yeah. 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 So uh, so being honest in that way. And also, I think maybe part of it, and this is something that I've had to deal with a lot is, uh, I, you know, maybe maybe you're just not everybody's flavor at to a certain degree that like if you have this depression, if you have this mental illness, then if somebody can't hang with that then I think that's more of a them thing than a you thing in some ways. Like as long as you're taking care of your depression and looking after yourself and trying to live a life that you want to live, that's, that's great. Do that. If like the degree to which you are able to succeed in that treatment is such that like some people won't dig that, then that's a them problem and not a you problem. That's yeah. true. There is just like the odds factor of it's it's not going to work out with a lot of people. And it yeah. could be that this is the main thing, but this could also just be like a contributing factor and it just wasn't going to kind of pan out regardless. Uh, but I still, if if you feel that sense though, that you're not happy with where you're at, if you feel kind of stuck, I think, see the other stuff we've been talking about. It, yes, just please. Get, get, get treatment. Yes. in some way. Yeah, I think I was going to basically say what audrey said i I thought kind of the key word i heard in there was like i can conceal it for a long time or whatever and like that's not want to do that and it also i think that especially speaks to like the fact that it's the same time frame every time like it Mm. seems like your your plan when you get into a relationship with someone is oh i'm gonna hide this and then it's probably putting a lot of strain on you because you're feeling like oh geez i'm hiding this you know I, and I feel like I can't reveal it. And so then, it, and I, I, you know, I might be wrong here, but I, this is just based on your question. It feels like, yeah, you eventually get to a breaking point where you're like, oh, I can't hold this in anymore. But then you feel like instead of maybe talking about it, you're like, well, I, it must be just that I'm not into it anymore and I'm going to break this off or whatever. So, yeah, I think if, if you follow Audrey's advice, um, as far as I think, yeah, just be open about it from the start. I think that might actually help you feel more comfortable in the relationship and you maybe won't end up hitting that five or six month point where you go, oh, you know, maybe I'm just so bored or I feel like I've got to get out of here. Right. We're just exhausted from holding the thing in. That's a very good point there too. And that's also just general like depression advice. Open up about that shit to people, even if you feel it. And it often feels like when you're there that like, oh, I'm going to burn people talking about this. But like now probably half the people in your life at least are dealing with the same thing. And like it helps me when people are like, I'm having a rough time and I can offer support because I'm like, wait a second. This applies. I mean, this is what the fucking show does for me and Audrey. Like this applies to me a little bit. I feel a little bit less hopeless thinking of things through, you know, somebody else's situation. Uh, and writing the question in is part of that. So good on you yeah, for taking a, a step nice towards it. We believe in you. I'm, I'm giving you a fucking high five through the camera. Bang. Audrey gave you a high five. Oh, and yeah. Stefan. Waiting on high John. High fives all over the place. Waiting for John. Come on, John. Oh, okay. Oh, fist, okay. Bump. Fist, bump. Oh, fist bump. Fist bump. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we got to be a little conscious of the times <laughs> here. You know, you guys are all like, hey, touch my hand. I'm like, stay the fuck no. away from me. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and a warm, heartfelt wave from across the room. <laughs> uh, thank you for your question, though. Audrey, what else we got in here? I'm asking this cue because Block Party told me to. Nice. My 35-year-old GF has an 11-year-old kid 
who doesn't know that his dad isn't his bio dad. It's not my business to tell her how to raise her son, but I feel like it might be a harbinger of sorts. Should I ignore the whole thing? Some background. We've been dating for eight-ish months. My two siblings and I all have different fathers and were raised knowing the truth, so it wasn't ever a big deal to us. Anyway, not sure if these are supposed to be funny, so if that's the case, sorry for the sincerity, LOL. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you get real on this with program? The, with a sincere problem. That's a good question. That's t- I mean, so neither John or I have kids, but I am adopted, and my parents mm-hmm. told me when I was like four years old. Like, they yeah. told me basically as soon as I could understand it, and they couched yeah. it in a way where I was like, you know if anything this means we love you more we adopted yeah. you like it you know it's right. and and it was just like the way they explained it was very positive and so i have like no negative connotations or anything um not knowing my biological parents you know like i as far as i'm concerned my parents are my parents you know what i mean yeah, um, yeah. so i think <laughs> yeah exactly so um from my perspective the sooner the kid finds out the better i think but i again this is a very delicate situation and i've never been in this exact situation before so um yeah i'm not sure how i go about it did the question askers say that they don't know that their dad is their bio dad is not their bio dad so insinuating that they have like a father figure that they think is their bio dad that's my understanding yeah, got it. To oh me, that's that's a little wild, something. isn't it? That you like that's have tough. this understanding of this man as the one who helped create yeah. you Oy. biologically, and that's not the case. Um, I will say that for the drama of this kid's life, for this kid's story, it's going to be way cooler if you tell him on his 18th birthday and he barks on a quest to find his his biological that's, father. That is true. That's a good point. That's yeah. a whole podcast right there. You want to talk about yes. creating things. That is a narrative Content. waiting to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... <laughs> Set this child up for success with this essential podcast. Exactly. Get all that stamps.com money. But the, um, I I think like the thing for me is speaking specifically about the relationship. I do agree sort of with your initial lean. Like, I don't think you can say anything. Like you're only eight and a half months into a relationship with this woman. And it seems like probably this woman and the, I guess, father figure for lack of a better word have obviously reached some agreement or arrangement to not tell this kid who that they have a bio dad that's separate so yeah i mean i do agree i i i haven't been in this situation but i know people who have been in a similar sort of i don't really know who my biological dad is type situation and it's never good. Like that's never a positive thing for the yeah. kid. Like, you're never hearing anyone be like, you know, and I never knew who my biological dad was. And I loved that about my life. Sort of lent an air of mystery to my yes. And uh, you can hear all about that mystery next month on the father chronicles. On Audible. The, but yeah, so uh, I, I think you just, you, you, yeah. So I agree with the post or I agree with the question asker. I think you can't, uh, you know, I, I think it is not the way I would raise my child, but my advice would be certainly I would be, I would be thinking like, you're getting close to thinking you want to marry this woman before you're even bringing this up. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Wait a couple of years, at least I would say probably. Yeah. yeah. But so I'm, I'm, I'm feeling you on all of that. Their, their, their other part of the question though, is they feel like it might be a 
a harbinger is that how you say that word yeah it's not a yeah. harbinger is it no harbinger. this is a funny yeah. show i can't say harbinger harbinger <laughs> harbinger uh, I understand seeing this and you're in this relationship for eight months and you're like, is that a red flag? That's a little bit weird. Why wouldn't they just tell the kid? I don't think that's enough of a thing that I would be actively freaking out about it, though. But I think that's something you might want to talk to her about if you haven't just been like, what's the deal? Because it's one thing if it's like, you know, I don't know, for whatever reason, the circumstances weren't right to tell them and then get just kind of time went on and they don't like don't really know what to do or something along those lines. But if there's like, or if there's some other backstory where like the bio dad's a real piece of shit or something, and mm. they're just trying to keep that away. Like, I think that the details on this might help a little bit, because I think yeah. if you leave it unspoken, you might just be building it up and you've got your, you know, your, uh, your guard up a little bit. If you're like, wow, they're not quite being sincere with their kid about this. Does that mean I can't trust them in other ways? Mm. Like, I would just try mm. to squash this, try to get to the bottom of this, but then for sure, just let it go. Like, that's not definitely not your business to be in and you know that's what you're saying but uh orange flag i guess potential yeah yeah i want to know how you know what the situation is with the kid that's a good yeah point. that's a yeah. great question actually yeah. how do you so know it's been, it's been brought up obviously that's yeah. Yeah. yeah so if it's if it's available to talk about then you can get to the bottom of it with her that you can talk to her about it and see what her position on it is um but you have I, to respect that position yeah Absolutely. Yeah, I or think you that's could a, that's talk a good to the point. Eleven year old directly and start a podcast. The two. Of I was you. gonna good say point. anonymous notes to the child, like leave it under their fucking pillow. <laughs> your dad's not your real dad, and they're like, what the fuck? I think <laughs> look out the window, blinking a flashlight in the mid of night. I think Audrey, that's a good point too. Is that you know you also have to consider that you could say to your partner eventually like prepare yourself for this conversation. And the partner says, no, like we're just not going to do it. Like I talked to the yep. father figure and we've just yeah. agreed. We're just never going to tell our kid. And you have to think about like, if that answer would affect your relationship, like that's yeah. something you would have to prepare for as well. I think. Right. 100%. Yeah. Or for Damn. like down the line, if y'all, you know, it, it ends up being a very serious relationship and you either adopt or have kids yourself, like that's a pretty fundamental difference in like views on parenting if they're going to keep that away and you wouldn't do that. So yeah. I definitely chat through this a bit more, um, but not necessarily, this isn't necessarily like the sign of something terrible. Uh, it's just, it, it could be a weird mismatch situation. I just want to know more about it. Which again, like, how did they come up? And she, I don't know. Did you feel like you couldn't ask questions about what the deal was there? Or I'm yeah, I'm just I'm very intrigued on? by this entire situation. Like, yeah, I do yeah, want to know fascinating. more. Well, give us a follow. We like hearing follow-ups from people. Mm -hmm. If you get to the bottom of this, or you navigate this in a way that works out, or, or fucking doesn't, like, I am in, I'm invested in this question. I would like to, yeah. you know, uh, I kind of want to know what comes of this. But good luck to you because that is a a weird situation to navigate eight months into a relationship that's like a that's a, you know a, kind of a tough challenge to, to get at that soon and so yeah yeah and if you're looking with. for uh someone to help you write and produce that podcast you can send me an email at info <laughs> at rockparty.com <laughs> we're covering that's all the bases here we got you set up Get no matter what the situation is but we've got you set up okay this this is gonna be two questions back to back real quick with okay. a similar theme. Unprecedented. I recently got into Japanese shibari. 
roleplay. <laughs> it has definitely improved my relationship, but my friends find it weird that I constantly bring it up. What oh. should I do to get their support? Uh, okay. Well, followed uh, by. We got we got one oh, more related one. question. Okay. How do you add variety without it becoming problematic, such as fetishizing a culture, e.g., your interests in Japanese rope bondage, shibari, or Japanese city pop? Well, okay, the city pop one is a that's a dig at me. God damn it. Anyway, yeah, um, okay, so I just want to say city pop if you great, are yeah. if you are a non-Japanese person and you like shibari, that's not cultural appropriation. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's a, go, eating sushi is not cultural appropriation. I don't know what sure, to tell sure. you, but and now I'm already sounding like a guy defending shibari, which is a problem. But. <laughs> John, it you want to take this one? Your yeah. Well, <laughs> look, I mean, if, you know, if we want to get into the intricacies of shibari, which as many people know is sort of like the, the Japanese artistry of rope tying, often for sexual pleasure, um, you know, as sort of the de facto expert, um, no, this is like, okay. You I'll brought be, it up on the show once. I brought it up on Block Party once, and yeah. apparently that was like, I just blew everybody's goddamn mind that I knew what shibari was. Maybe it's just like, they don't think I consume stuff consume culture i don't know i'm i'll say this i am not uh you know if you're into rope play no problem good for you yeah. i am not yeah. uh it's never even crossed my mind I, my dad used to fish all the time and when he tried to show me how to tie knots for the boat and the fishing line i was useless look these hands are not made for rope tying i'm sorry about that but i'm a i'm just a, a white collar fella in the workplace and the bedroom. <laughs> I gotta say, interesting, <laughs> in, interesting move bringing your dad into the talk. Well, about, and I uh, understood that as soon as, the, as soon as the word came out of my mouth, I was like, "That's probably a mistake to take it in this direction." But I did feel like the story would kind of pay it off, and maybe it did, maybe it didn't. These are the risks you take in the world of podcasting. And you know, again, I'm, I'm so familiar with podcasting. Send me an email info at blockparty.com if you have any family histories that you would like told in a narrative fashion. Uh, but no, I, I, I brought it up once because I explained this to you guys before we started recording, but Becca and I uh, watched some like HBO sex show and Shabari was brought up on the show. I had never heard of it before. It's a cool word. I looked it up and it's like this. Yeah, it's basically exactly how I explained it. And then, um, yeah, I, we, it somehow came up on block party. And then that word was still fresh in my head when we recorded the POD cast, because we were talking about Deftones and how Chino, uh, the lead singer of Deftones is kind of a horny guy. A lot of their yeah. lyrics are sort of like vaguely sexual. So I brought up Shabari as like something that I felt Chino would be into. And so I think it was people who listened to both block party and POD cast were like, Oh, John has brought this up twice in a month. He must be tying up his wife or whatever the hell they think. That's the other thing. You know, my fucking wife. I mean, again, not that it's a big deal. Not that it's a big deal if you're whatever you're into in your bedroom or whatever, but I'm not, uh, you know, I generally don't talk about my sex life on the pod. I don't think my big exposure of my sex life on the pod would be like, Hey, guess what? Uh, so anyway, that's what this is all about. Uh, thank you for asking the question. Uh, but I have never tied a woman up with rope, and I assume that that will not happen in my life at least anytime soon. I have haven't done shibari, so okay, got that leg up. There you go. 
It's well, a I don't have a leg up, Audrey. Why I'm still going to operate under the assumption that you have the leg up. <laughs> I was going to say what? I choose. I choose to live in that fantasy. And you know, a great way to get a leg up is to tie it up using the <laughs> Japanese art of shibari. <laughs> Incredible. We were talking about this before, but it's just getting two of those questions, I was like, I, I don't think I heard that particular episode. And I was like, wow, block party listeners into some kinky <laughs> shit. Nice. Loved it. Loved it. Stefan, have you ever tied a, have you ever tied what a partner up? Um, I've done like, uh, yeah, actually I have with like a, with like a tie actually. A uh, tie? No, like a necktie? Yeah. Uh, like a whoa. necktie. Yeah. You ever do the uh. necktie, uh, the necktie blindfold? That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've done the blindfold, done the, done the necktie tie up. Wow. This um, is the I've most also I've actually, ever learned about Stefan's sex life, yeah, by the way. And I've actually also done a lot of Japanese shibari as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I That's it. I bring that up now. Yeah. I like well, the, the art combo of rope thing. Tie. Yeah. Uh, okay. I used to be, uh, spoiler alert, I used to be a mask presenting person. And one of my uh, big moves was to come in the room wearing a necktie, like coming from work, wearing a tie, you got a belt on. You take off the belt, use that, and you blindfold them with the tie. You're like carrying every all your nice. tools in. With okay. You. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. All right. I love that. Movie. That's some yeah. like kind of like hitman shit. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Sick. Pretty good. Very good. I yeah, did the move good. where I took my tie off and tied it around my forehead like Rambo. Well, that's good too. <laughs> that's very good. Sexy move. Yeah. Yeah. I I do the thing where I tie my tie around my dick and do sort of like a puppetry of the penis type show uh, while it's still flaccid. And then uh, I, I saw that shit. That was like the last thing that I did before the pandemic hit. I, I was really? visiting my girlfriend at the time in Vegas, and we we, we went to the show. This is it our right time? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they certainly, they certainly made puppetry out of their penises. Yeah, are those are the the puppetry of the penis? Are those guys Australian? I want to say yes. Yeah, the original guys were somewhere for sure. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, that does seem like some Australian shit. Oi, kind as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Look oh, at me, penis. It's a fucking puppet, mate. <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember this vividly that there was like a, a public access TV show here in Vancouver. It was, and maybe it was like a breakfast television kind of show. It might've actually been, there's a show called breakfast television here. Um, and they had the puppetry of the penis guys on, but obviously they're not able to like show the stuff on <laughs> sure. like morning TV. So they're just showing the hosts like reacting to it and being like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> And it was great, but as like a, a ten year old, I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to see their penises. I mean, you see the daggers. I want to see yeah. this fucking puppetry. Yeah. You just got like a hot dog stapled to the front of your slacks. And like, this is a simulation of what you can experience if you come to the, the yeah. sex technology museum yeah. here in Las Vegas. They were pretty funny. It was more yeah. of like a comedy show with dicks out than yeah. Right. You know, That's it was like, good. hey, look, it looks like the, like a hamburger was the one that I remembered. <laughs> a ball on top and bottom. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, because I guess oh, there's I only that... so much you can do. You, you can't just, yeah. like, come out and be like, all right, well, here's 50 different shapes yeah. I can make my dick. Like, you'd yeah. have to have yeah, some like kind of... animals. Yeah, exactly. I think I have seen that exact... So I, I, I think I've seen the hamburger one, and I think I've seen... I just know there's one where they, like, put their dick, like, kind of inside their balls, sort of, where they pull the, the, yes. the scrotum, the sort of... Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I specifically remember those two, but I mean, it is the the two that I've seen were very impressive. I just, I as know. someone who is like a grower, not a shower, uh, sure. puppetry of the penis is difficult for me to watch. I'm like, I, wow, just it can <laughs> hang like that. Hey, wow, good. That'd be fucking nice. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. That's fucking awesome. It's horrible for me personally, but uh, yeah.
And I'm making a little note here. Get, get the puppetry of the penis guys on the show. How have I not thought about that shit? Do a you video should. episode? Yeah, for real. Yeah. A comedian <laughs> friend of mine has opened for them a bunch, so I'm, I can, uh, I'm sure I could put you in touch. I love Opening that. for the puppetry of the penis guys. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. What do you lead what into that with? Well, she just does, does just does stand up. Yeah. Yeah. She's oh, like kind okay. of a raunchy, like a... like a raunchy comedian. So she just yeah, yeah. does some sex jokes and then is like, here's a couple and now, dudes. Here we fucking go. Now, You're going to see your wieners. Wait yeah. until you see the hamburger. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. I would now like to just very quickly, I want to read some erotica that somebody wrote in our question box. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh this is, de- I think this has got to be from one of our listeners. This is absolutely <clears throat> real. Yeah, because it's gonna. there's going to be some sort of shibari tie-in here in this erotica. Could be. I'm almost sure. Could be. You don't fucking know. <laughs> Incredibly inco- important question for Stefan. Please read. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, the tension erupted into a full-fledged explosion of sexual wrestling as the two tumbled around each other and slickly joined together in one ecstatic ball of exotic Xeno flesh. They undulated together eagerly, humping one each other, <laughs> humping one each other, it says, with a deranged oh. fervor as slick alien fluids lubricated the act and oh, splashed no. all over the walls and floor like tears of pure love. Yoda's minute form was all but crushed under Watto's luxuriously blubbery bulk. He could scarcely breathe for the intensity of the sensation, so he lay there erotically asphyxiated, seeing stars and supernova behind his drooping, wrinkled eyes. It seemed to simultaneously take seconds and an eternity for the moment of climax to arrive and and endless days of hurried, sweaty thrusting and grunting that resulted in a blinding, deafening explosion of primal pleasure and gelatinous love fluids. Yoda screamed out from his tiny, shrill, aged, caked, age cracked voice. You gotta do the voice. You have to do the voice. Announcing his orgasm to the entire galaxy. Coming, I am. He shrieked. That was good. That was very good. That was very. I've heard Yoda coming a lot because we have a sound alert on our our Twitch stream, uh, which is Yoda getting sucked off and. That was like very accurate. That was really good. I'm a little bit of somewhere uh, in the distance, class shadow from the intensity of his screaming. Yes. <laughs> Expert, uh, you could I'm say. I'm a connoisseur, you could and, say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> big I am. <laughs> this is one of three Yoda orgasm questions. That's kind yep, of our next. We got block a lot of fish. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus Murphy. There's a few typos in here, which I, like I think this person yeah. wrote this themselves. And a salute to you for that, for your creative abilities. Like we, Hal Dottie said of our singing, it's just color. How <laughs> uh, typos are just color. Another legend, right there. Oh yeah, yep. we yeah. we had a uh, we went on his uh, bonus show to do a parody song a couple yeah. weeks ago, and we did one based on a question we got where a couple was going to move in together, and the guy had like fifty swords all over his walls, and the girlfriend <laughs> was like, "I can't live with all of these swords all over the place. What the fuck do I do?" And we wrote how, a song about it. It was very. I'm lovely. curious as to like how buying one sword becomes buying fifty swords. You know what I mean? Oh, like there has to be a type of guy. I think I think I mean, you I, answered your own question there, John. Well, <laughs> I mean, yes and no. You know what I mean? Like I just yes, I understand. Spoken like a man like, who's never purchased a sword before. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely true. I've definitely never bought a sword before. Yeah, okay, fair enough. 
Get dunked on, no sword, have an ass. Yeah. yeah you get a katana and you're like, I need something bigger for, for really cleaving. And then you're like, I need something compact for like more assassination. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I need, I need more sudden, different swords that I'm never going to use in any sort of practical I need, way. I mean, I, I will say sword. this world of podcasting is the only place where you can get dunked on for not owning a sword. So there is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, John's no, never bought a sword. What a fucking idiot <laughs> no rope, ropes no blades bro what the fuck what the fuck get it together all right we have one more question specifically for y'all that yes. uh they this person is uh is is very what's the word they they need to get this one out there and it's okay. kind of cute so we're going with this hi okay. rftb and blacked party i'm Hello. hoping you can help me out I want to tell Kiki the cat how much i love them but i'm worried they don't see my replies to their tweets can you help Okay. This is some fan mail for Stefan's kid. Well, look, listen, I mean, this is, uh, you know, I feel like almost like talking to like a little kid about like, like Santa here where it's like, yeah, the Santa at the mall is like actually one of like Santa's helpers. And <sighs> so, but look, Kiki reads all your replies. <laughs> Kiki sees all your, all your posts in the golf Kings chat. Uh, <laughs> Kiki sees all your posts in the discord, all your replies on Instagram. And she fucking loves them. Um, believe Jeez. me. I, she I was talking right about now. him the other day, right? Yeah, she was. She's sleeping in her little cat cave right now behind the screen screen. I, I would go get her, but I don't want to wake her up. But rest assured, Kiki Fuck loves off. you and respects you. This is so. like uh, in Canada, they have a thing where you can actually like mail a letter to Santa. So it'll yeah. be like, oh, you know, yeah. you put like Santa Claus and then it's like one North Pole drive. And the, the post, and the postal the code is the best part. Yeah, because in Canada, we have a six digit postal code and it's usually three letters and three numbers. But the postal code for sending a letter to Santa is H-O-H-O-H-O. Oh, okay. Uh, which is God. pretty good. That's adorable. So I was just going to say, Stefan, you need to set up like a letters to Kiki where it's just like I know. 101 I... Cat Cave Drive, Vancouver, yeah. BC, K-I-K-I-K-I. Well, that seems similar to like the racist group, I guess. So maybe we want to. Yeah, that's true. But limit the number of Ks. You don't know. Kiki could be racist. I mean, you wouldn't know. Well, I can. I don't think. What if your cat's racist? I'm going to say this right. I'm going to say this right now. Kiki's not racist. And you have no way of knowing. This is canon. Kiki is not racist. Yeah. That rules. Did you? Okay. So you mentioned you a little bit of Santa lore from from up north. I offer you this. Did you know that on some news stations they act as if NORAD is tracking Santa's flight across? Oh yeah, that's a big deal. Oh, yeah. Did you get blocked America. by them, Stefan? Yeah, I don't know what. The, was it check. you that got <laughs> blocked by the NORAD <laughs> Santa tracker? Yeah, let me see. Um, oh yeah, we, yeah, that was a big Canadian thing where we would uh, we would actually follow the. When I was a kid, we would follow. the Yeah, what NORAD the fuck? Santa I'm blocked tracker. by I'm blocked by at NORAD Santa, which is the official yeah. NORAD tracking. I, Santa. Yeah, we did a block party episode no about how you got blocked why. by them. Yeah, but we never figured it out. I think it must have been a long time ago or something, or I, I don't know. But I'm not. They're just blanket yeah. blocking people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we used to. I remember we had a thing up here on. Uh, we have a channel called YTV, which is like the the kids channel basically. Mm-hmm. And they had a every Christmas they had a thing where um you could like write into Santa and they would do like essentially like a Colin show, I guess with, with like an actor who was Santa, like talking to like kids basically. And it was great. And I remember my sister and I tried to get on this, like call in so many times. And, and the first year we tried, we, we didn't get in and we were so upset. 
And then um, my parents organized for my uncle in Ontario to call us on Christmas Eve, pretending to be Santa. And oh. it like totally worked for a couple of years. And then we kind of realized like, oh, he sounds like exactly like our uncle. <laughs> but it, And then we kept it going, even though we knew it was our uncle for a while. But it was it was very oh. cute. It was very sweet. Yeah. That rules. <laughs> We love this. I want to yeah. get I want to get blocked by Norad Santa now. Maybe I'll just tweet at them like Santa's a bitch, <laughs> or something, something, like, something like that. Just see if I can hey, deploy the F 35s motherfuckers. Down, foreign combatant. Yeah. Well, we gotta give both y'all a round of applause. Thank you so much for coming Excellent. on the show. Yeah, this was so much fun. Thank you for having us. This is great. Hell yeah. Um, where, where can, what do you got to plug? Where can people find your stuff? You got any shows coming up? What you got going on? Uh, well, when, we do have we do have a blocked party live stream coming up. I believe yeah. at the end of March. Hell yeah, March twenty fourth uh, for, for charity in support yeah. of a a local uh, a local. Rape Crisis Center here in Vancouver. Wave off. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be March 24th at twitch.tv slash blockedpartypod. Uh, last year, Stefan and I did a six-hour stream in support of Wave off and uh, did very well. We raised over $13,000. And so this year, uh, Stefan and I thought we got to go bigger. We got to go better. We did six hours last year. How can we possibly top it? So yes, this year we are doing a six hour and five minute stream. <laughs> we are going to absolutely wow. crush last year's results. We cannot wait. So from 6 p.m. Pacific to 12.05 a.m. We will be streaming. Actually, that doesn't work for me. Can we do 5.55 to 12 p.m.? We can or do 12, 5, 12 Yeah, we can do 5.55 yeah, yeah. to 12 a.m. Okay, 5.55. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, excellent. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, so that'll be at twitch.tv slash blockpartypod. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blockpartypod. We put out a new free episode every week. Uh, as we said off the top, we've had a lot of uh, great guests, guests that would be familiar to Radio Free Tote Bag, uh, some well-known uh, celebs, if that's your thing, if you were looking for an episode to start with. Uh, there's lots of fun stuff there. So yeah, you can you can check that all out. And um, yeah, and if you're if you're a new metal freak, then uh, it's uh, twitter.com slash the POD underscore cast. We spell cast with a K like the band Corn. Yeah, and twitch.tv slash uh, go off kings. Uh, and we stream like Monday to Thursday and then a couple other days a week as well. Um, Illustrious. Yeah, thank you again for having yeah, us. Thanks this so much for having fun. us. This was a blast. Of course. Absolutely. And, th- and thank you all. And thank you all for listening. And to our dear patrons, hey, you heard uh, old Road Test Donovan or whatever I was calling them earlier on. Tell you to stop by our Patreon to get a bonus episode each week, $5 a month. But for $10 a month, you get all of that, and we shout your goddamn name out in lights at the end of the program. Audrey, who are we shouting out first this week as I try to manipulate the filters? to active and ten dollars because it just won't stay what if i just say the first one real slow and then you can i would say real slow and you can get to it yes yes good plan we're shouting out brock yeah brock we love you and we're shouting out (laughs) anthony limberg anthony limberg we're saying your last name on the show we love it (laughs) we're gonna shout out our beloved day one barb Day one barb. (laughs) (laughs) You get a bonus shout out this week. Hell yes. So good. Uh, We're shouting out my day one. It's my own dad. 
Whoa, oh, Donovan's yeah. dad. There we wow. go. <laughs> that is so nice. That is wow. very sweet. Your own dad. <laughs> we're, we're shouting out my roommate and very good friend, uh, Dylan, daddy. Dylan, daddy. Weird thing to call... I was going to say roommate, then I was like, well, you did say you were Paulie. Maybe there is something going on. It's like, I don't know. We're shouting out Gigi. 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 Good game. Good game and good uh, crust punk artist. Gigi. Yeah. We're going to shout out our friend Sid, a.k.a. Hoopstank. Whoa, Hoopstank. Love your music. (laughs) We actually did cover Hoopstank's album on the POD cast. Plug alert. (laughs) Hoop plug. We're shouting out Mall Criada. Mall Criada. Mall Criada. You didn't know how many we had when you started to spin, and now you're fucking locked in, Well, this this reminds me of, on our old show, Real Good Show, uh, it was a sports (laughs) podcast, and someone got really mad that Stefan was talking about stuff that happened on Twitter. So as a response for the next, like, eight episodes, Stefan would read out his most recent 50 Twitter followers. Yeah. Just specifically to get back at one, one listener. Yeah, yeah, fuck that dude. Yeah, but so we also is, had a, we, we also nothing. had basically this. We had the same segment, I think, essentially, we where we would thank our, our new subs on uh, yeah. on Patreon yeah, as well. And people we loved it. Yeah, yeah, people did love it. So good. Yeah, we're not even close. We're gonna shout out <laughs> Mickey Flykick. Have Mickey a good time with that one. Fly Mickey Flykick. <laughs> we're soaring. Oh, we're shouting out Riley. 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 Great unisex name, Riley. You're gonna, Riley. You're gonna have to let me let this one breathe for a second because there's a drop to this one. Okay. From episode 105, the Yellow Rose of Toteland, we're gonna shout out our good friend Ryan, Rich Homie Click Clack. Ryan, Ryan, Rich Homie Rich Click Clack. <laughs> Click, click, boom. Also a great new metal song by the band Saliva. Yep. Yep. We're shouting out spreadable fruit. Spreadable, spreadable fruit. fruit. Not a lot of fruits that are very spreadable. IMO probably would go with some sort of berry puree. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to shout out Super Deformed. Okay, I don't think I can yell out Super Deformed. Super Deformed. Super Deformed. This is the problem. Stefan has a stream where he will often pull things I say and play them on his stream for money. Well, I don't do not do that. Our producer does that and sends them to Jesse. So you say whatever you want, John. It'll be fine. We're going to. Okay. Thank you. And finally, we're shouting out our good friend, Ren. 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 Whatever happened to Stimpy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Blithering Ren Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for your support. Holy and shit. We're rewarding you. You too could have a, a, a double shout out if you're lucky. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Audrey, where can they find the music? soundcloud.com slash rftv pod love filter or love filters the horn love theme from filters. rftv pod that's yeah horn and filters the love theme from rftv pod <laughs> horn filter and our outro song. <laughs> <laughs> song is the song rat curse by the bellowing pines look them up on streaming the bellowing pines 
the bellowing waiting to do it or not. Oh, and it said shit. bellowing this... in it. I was like, I have to do it. They're called you the gotta, bellowing do lines. You simply do must it. bellow. Thanks again, uh, gents. Thanks for joining us. And thanks, listener, for tuning in. Uh, we love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Bye.